it's Maggie here and in this moment today I'd like to invite you to think of a person or a few people who you are deeply grateful for who are you thankful for in this moment to have in your life let that person or people rise into your mind's eye let them appear within your heart center and think about why you are so thankful for them or how all the ways tiny and grand that they make your world and our world a better and brighter place. In this episode, I start out by sharing with you one human I am exceptionally grateful for, my beautiful and strong and just so special Auntie Claudia and I feel really humbled and honored that I've had the privilege of growing up with my auntie with a woman as generous and kind and intelligent and brave as she is So I start off by offering gratitude for her. And again, I encourage you to, after thinking of whom you're grateful for, tell someone on that list who rose in your heart that you're grateful for them today. Tell them today how how glad you are and what an important difference they make in your life because the time is now life is happening now all of its challenges and all of its beauty are wrapped delicately and beautifully into this moment so share your gratitude and and I think it's really quite lovely and important to share that gratitude not only with those special humans who you feel so much gratefulness for but also for yourself be grateful be kind and be a bit more aware mindful that life is precious This moment is precious and it's a beautiful thing to tell the people you love, you love them and why you love them and appreciate them now. So I'll leave you with my petite ode of gratitude to my auntie Claudia and I'll finish with a short explanation of why I'm changing the name of this podcast to bipolar and not alone. 
So thank you, my Auntie Claudia, for being you. I love you so much. And thank you to you for listening. Really grateful today to have the chance to express my fierce pride and and love and appreciation for one of the strongest women, one of the most beautiful women I have the privilege of growing up with and who I am rallying by and rooting for and being inspired by my beautiful and generous and vivacious and really just a human that's really lovely and wonderful to be in the presence of, who's lovely to share in conversation with, who's lovely to Oh, I'm just so in awe of you, my Auntie Claudia, my gorgeous Auntie Claudia. And I have been raising my thoughts and prayers to every God in the universe um, and every higher power as you continue to battle for your life and I'm so thankful that you are and that you are here with us still because this world is brighter and better with you in it and we need you and again and are inspired by you to and and are reminded of, as my mama bear has said, the fragility and the preciousness of life. This life is fragile and beautiful and precious. So let's cherish each moment. Let's cherish each day and let's cherish one another. I love you so much, my Auntie Claude, and I can't wait to hug you and see you and be in your presence very soon. I changed the title of this podcast um, for those of you who listen quite regularly. Um, I am now, well, I've gone back and forth (laughs) between calling it bipolar and not alone or inspired and not alone or bipolar inspired and not alone. Um, And I still have the space and time to settle upon one of those. For now, it's bipolar and not alone. And it was a couple days ago that I, I felt kind of the, 
something within me said it was time to change that, that although I find very beautiful and poetic and I think is just lovely, which is why <laughs> originally had selected it. If you don't speak French or Finnish, then it takes me explaining or writing that notre, like Notre Dame, um, in Paris, notre means our, and ma ilma means world, or ma and ilma, ma is the ground or the place or the country, and ilma is the air or the life and the wind, um, and the meeting of those two, of the earth with the sky, is the world, is ma ilma. And so I think the poet, and with me, poet within me just fell in love with that. Um, but I realized that the reason perhaps I hadn't before now included the word bipolar or something with mental health or mental illness in the title is because of a lingering stigma that I still have and am working to accept who I am and that that is a part of who I am, a big part of who I am, but that of course it's not the only thing that defines me, but kind of hiding it underneath what is a beautiful name, I think, Notre Ma'ilma, is almost adding or perpetuating that stigma. So this is a very tiny little action, a tiny step in accepting and inviting and appreciating and honoring that that is what I live with, <laughs> that that is a lot of what defines me and helps make me a lot of the things that I value about myself perhaps were strengthened and even born from the truth and fact that I suffer and battle with bipolar disorder. So tiny baby steps as they, as we've all heard many a times um, in reaching whatever goal it is that we're moving towards, um, that kind of acceptance of what is and respect for what is. And from that place of acceptance and respect and compassion, we can walk in the direction of and really bring all that we dream of to life. We can nurture it and water it and ensure that the soil is dense and fertile and rich so that the seeds we plant are able to grow. But if I am hiding or perhaps not being as open as I can about, you know, this, this battle, this lifelong, this living with and learning and trying to manage my disease, well, I guess I'm just feeling like this is a good positive step. Um, and though, of course, it's mainly for you, my dearest family and friends who I'm sharing this with, that if someone was looking to listen to something about and connected to mental health and mental illness and whether bipolar disorder or depression, it would be helpful for that to be in the title. So both a deeper meaning and reason for choosing to change the title despite my love for the poeticness of Notre Ma'ilma and perhaps that will come back in some big or small way 
but bipolar and not alone. And I think the first season of this podcast really reflected that, right? That it was filled with trying to define both areas, right? Both sides of my disease, the North and the South Pole, as I like to refer to them, as well as a whole host of odes of gratitude, right? So this almost kind of this demonstration and this discussion or sort of acknowledgement and kind of really gratitude for the fact that I'm not alone and the humans who remind me that I am never alone. And I think that's something hopefully we all are aware of (laughs) and fully kind of fully know that you are not alone. You are never alone. And this, again, this is a human truth, not specifically that you, you know, of course, too, if you're suffering and battling any disease, whether a mental, you know, mental illness, mood disorder, any physical ailment, from cancer to diabetes, that you are not alone, right? There are others who are sharing in that battle who are also suffering perhaps in a similar way and doing their best to heal to heal and to grow and eventually to thrive so bipolar and not alone or perhaps human and not alone is what I'll change it to but I'm trying to again not be ashamed and embarrassed which is something I still notice that I'm feeling even So I've spoken about in season one, my uh, dearest friend, my my best friend since I was a young teen, uh, Mel's, Miel, um, that she's someone I've always felt fully accepted by and loved by, but that even she's, I'm lucky enough to have her here, yay, in Finland. She's visiting and staying with us for a few weeks. And I have a book, it's called Mind Over Mood, and it's a book you kind of work through on your own that tries to help you implement some of the skills learned in cognitive behavioral therapy, which is widely known and used by many a psychologist and has been shown to be very effective for many people in managing and coping with and learning to live healthily with a range of challenges, um, including mood disorders. Um, So someone like me could hopefully benefit from that, that I felt myself embarrassed for her to even see that. I kind of covered it with my laptop and then put it back in my backpack. And I noticed that again was from the stigma, I guess, or feeling the shame and not wanting. I'm not sure why it doesn't make so much sense. But I, I noticed that just just yesterday, actually, just a few days ago and thought, huh, even with someone who I feel so unconditionally loved by, I'm struggling with to show that I'm trying to and working to live in a balanced and healthy way. Um, and I think I bring this up now just to say it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy for any of us, right? Whatever it is that maybe you feel a little bit of shame or are a bit shy about or a bit embarrassed about that and especially when it comes to mental health and mental illness, that it takes time, it takes intention, and 
energy and patience and compassion. And I'm saying this to you. I'm also saying it to myself um, that it's a journey. It is a voyage. (laughs) And that voyage has, I'm in a boat for some reason, this voyage, we are on the water, we are in the ocean, that this voyage has moments and periods in which the seas are calm and you feel the flowingness, right? You're able to sort of glide effortlessly across the water. And then there's moments where whoosh, all of a sudden, the clouds are moving so quickly, the wind is pushing them over your head and boats. And then all of a sudden, it's pouring, it's pouring down rain and the thunder and the lightning come in and the waves are building up momentum and power. And all of a sudden, it's much more challenging to stay afloat and also to stay kind of stay in this place of acceptance right because you tighten up storm right you're going to tighten up you block yourself in and you're trying to survive right because the storm is so turbulent storm excuse me is so turbulent but that there's many ways to survive the storm and I'm hoping and you know again with intention trying to live in a way that acknowledges this truth that the seas aren't always calm the seas aren't always chaotic or turbulent and that I have nothing to be ashamed of despite the shame and guilt and embarrassment still being there I'm working on that and I think um sharing this with you is part of working through that and part of trying to in a really kind and generous way accept that I do suffer from bipolar disorder and that I am not alone that there are not only others who suffer from the exact same thing but also even more (laughs) others who are supporting and loving and trying to be there for someone who battles with mental health challenges who has a you know mood disorder of some sort and so I leave you with that with this sort of honest little piece on how I'm still struggling with the stigma how (laughs) day-to-day we try to bring intention right and and compassion and kindness into our day but that some days it's a bit tricky and difficult at that through it all with all of that said I am grateful and I'm grateful for the words I can't remember her name but it's a lovely writer and she says everything in nature invites us constant constantly to be what we are everything in nature invites us constantly to be what we are And I suppose then that begets the question, who are we? (laughs) Who am I, right? That, okay, if nature is constantly, everything in nature is constantly inviting me to be what I am, who am I? What am I? And the answer to that, of course, is rich and with depth and multifaceted and I am and will be many a beautiful thing, many a challenging thing, and that one of those 
things is the bipolar disorder and that perhaps nature is inviting me to accept that and to use that experience and to kind of perhaps not transform but just even just to let it be what it is and in doing that to let it grow into something that can help others including myself that I do have a lot of experience lamentably at times right usually you think oh darn I really wish I didn't have experience (laughs) of surviving extreme periods of being in the south pole of being in the crapper or periods of being in the north pole and being in the overdrive but the reality is I do have that experience and hopefully that can shine a light for those who are trying to understand what someone who battles with what I battle with is going through and also to help those who are sharing in this battle with me um, that we can support each other, right? That's an instinct we all have to help your neighbor, to help your loved one, to help your friend. And I guess it's also coming back to help yourself, to be kind to yourself and to be patient, to go slow, to go slow, to go fast. I love that one too, that another author, I need to start writing all these authors' names down, who received advice from someone who trains horses and they said to go fast, go slow. It's true when you're able to put all of your attention and focus on the one thing that's in front of you and you work through that slowly you end up getting on more quickly, right? You're able to go faster by going slower because you're doing it perhaps with less stress, um, with more ease, and therefore are able to arrive in this state of moving with what feels like less effort and therefore able to reach the end of one thing and commence with another with greater, perhaps with greater ease and joy. So... To go fast, go slow, to thrive and grow and evolve, accept what and who and all that you are right now. And as always, as I always like to end, be kind, be kind, be kind to yourself and be kind to your neighbor. Again, wishing you a beautiful day. A beautiful day in which you recognize your own humanity, the humanity of all those around you, and the truth that we are not alone. Until next time. Ciao, ciao.